Good morning, good morning. What's up, world, man? All oh, these podcasts be getting distant and distant. I probably should have did one yesterday. Yesterday was a very emotional day, me being the sensitive motherfucker that I am. That's right, y'all know who this is. Marcus Griffin, this is Confessions from an Addict. I kind of like spacing out and letting these go. Like, you know, one every week. Maybe I'd go two every week. I don't know. But yesterday was just, it's, it's just it was a weird day. Like, I really think now, like, man, maybe I am bipolar. Or maybe it's the weed that's making me bipolar. I don't know. I remember one time in the DUI class, uh, the instructor said that. He's like, you know, people that smoke weed are bipolar. And then I'm just like, when I look at the effects of drugs, I'm like, that's anybody that's on drugs is fucking bipolar. Because when you off it, it's, you know, you cranky, irritable, whatever that case may be. <clears throat> and I'm the wrong person to be on anything, to be honest. Or off anything, I don't know. Maybe I do need meds. Do need meds. I'm not sure. Because yesterday, I what, I, you know, I was up at 2 a.m. working and whatnot. And, yeah, I was feeling great in the morning. And then I watched, uh, I watched the movie United States versus Billie Holiday. And I don't know if it's because whatever, as I say this journey, whatever I'm on, like I look at things in more depth, but I'm just like, it amazes me. Not even amazes me. I would really want to question like a racist person and just ask them what they think racism is. Because I, I truly believe, I think most people just look at racism as like, a timepiece that was a long time ago that we did something or that my ancestors or whatnot, you were, tr- you know, Af- Africans, black Americans was treated poorly. That was a time period when that was looking at racism. But that was really like wasn't even right. Ra- I mean, it was racism, but it was torture. You know, it was just dismantling, dismantling a whole group kind of deal. Because based on color, which, you know, yeah, it was racism, but I'm just saying that the murderer, torture, all that. And, um, you know, it just, it's like it progressively lessened, but it never went away. And I'm watching, I'm watching uh, the Billie Holiday story and I'm just looking at all the little, just kind of like, you know, where all the systematic racism comes from, white and stems from. And I'm just looking at it like, man, this is crazy. Here's this woman. This woman loved by white people, did like a show that I'll show at Carnegie Hall, full of white people. And I know this is something that has been discussed, I'm sure, by, you know, I'm not saying I'm, oh, I'm discovering, I don't want to say my blackness, that sounds horrible. You know what I mean? But maybe I didn't ever look at it that way and it take me, took me this long to see things that way, whatever the case may be, I don't know. But I'm just like, how could you be loved and hated at the same time? That shit is amazing. Here you are, got money, you made it, and you can't take a white elevator or you got to take the service elevator. And that's why I'm like the racism lesson, but we, it's still a buy-sell market. If we ain't slaves, we commodities. If we ain't commodities, we criminals. If we ain't criminal, you know what I mean? It's still prevalent to where y'all, you know, y'all bought us. And I, I don't know, man. I, I just, it just blows my mind just how somebody could be or think that way. You know? And I really think white people, like, or whatever, 
or whatever this system guy like for example like dr seuss they removed six books see i thought they just like removed the catalog and that's what trips me out because i think it's like this whole like hey we're trying to prove we're less racist you can't prove you're less racist you're either racist or you're not you remove six books because it had six racial undertones if that book is racist if that one is ra- the whole what happened to the bad apple ruins the fucking bunch you remove six they all fucking undertones of racism once that's proved that's it and that's what is funny when it comes to the white man in my opinion versus the black man and maybe maybe i don't have the right position to talk you know what I mean? But I'm just saying in the sense of white men like want to just negotiate their racism. Okay, we gave away slavery. Can I still hate you, motherfucker? Okay, I gave you a job, but can I still treat you like I own you? You know what I mean? They want this. It's, it's in their nature. Or I don't, I mean, I'm not to say because not all white people is like that. But what I'm saying is they have to own you know what I mean? If you think about they shit in a business mind, business mind, a rich, wealthy, whatever the case may be, they know I only win when I own. That's all they fucking know. And it's not like you want to be like, hey, yo, you racist from birth. But no, they developed a system that they knew worked for them. And I, I'm ashamed to say, or maybe I woke up, I don't know. But I look at it now because I used to look at or used to say things like, but black people, we know the system. We know what they're trying to exploit us. We know what they do and da, 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 da. But you know what we never thought to say? And maybe I'm crazy for saying this. Maybe it's, racism could be ended by just applauding the white motherfuckers on how good of a job they did. You fucked us up. I'm watching that Billy Holiday and I'm like, yo, you got your own people. You got her own people to set her up, you diabolical motherfucker. Because obviously they couldn't infiltrate her. White man coming in. We already y'all ain't trusted. But now I can't trust my own fucking people. And so when you look at it, why is this a divide between the black community? Because we can't trust no fucking body. Y'all did a great fucking job. Is that what you want? A fucking applause? Hey, you did a great fucking job for fucking this, for fucking us up. Can you stop? Or can you show us how you work your motherfucking system? And we just leave y'all the fuck alone and you leave us the fuck alone. And we'll pay homage. Thank you, white man, for the fucking system that you created, which is fucking genius to last this long still. It's almost in some way you set up an oppressor in everyone's house. (laughs) There's always some battle that we going to face. And then when it's like like you see this woman like here, here to come up and then just to be taken down. And so you wonder where the defeated attitude comes from of like, now that, you know, granted, there's strong people that just battle through it. That's what's up. But yeah, yesterday was just one of them days, got in an argument with the baby moms. And I know, I, and, and I, I'm just, you know, I know at times I'm just hypersensitive. And, you know, I think about this shit. I'm like, you know what's fucked up? I'm the dumb motherfucker that did this shit. At period, I'm dumb for doing drugs and being destructive. Period. But here's the dumbest shit. I did this shit in my fucking thirties, late thirties at that. No, no, I started coke like motherfucking like. Sorry to cuss so much. I started like 29. But I did like drugs. You do that shit seriously. You do that. You know, like 22, 23. You can bounce back. And at the same time, people 
they feel a little sorrier for you. You know what I mean? Not that I'm looking for it, but it's it's good to have there. You know, they feel like, damn, okay, he was going on his path and I just steered him. Maybe we can get him back. But it, in your late 30s, it's like, nigga, what you experiencing now when you should be chasing a career? Nobody feels bad for you in your late 30s. Late 30s is almost describing, no, nah, that's who the fuck you want to, that's who you are. 20s is like, oh, you're trying to figure yourself out. You should be figuring that shit out. That's why all this shit sounds funny. And that's why a lot of times I'm like, ah, fuck this shit. Nobody want to hear some 38-year-old man crying. Because that's literally what I'm doing. Yesterday I had one of them fits. And my fit is like, well, that happened and this happened. And I know I'm, I'm too old to fucking cry about the shit. And then it's, I get mad that I'm too old to cry about the shit. Take that shit out on somebody else because I don't want the fucking feeling. It's just trying to transfer energy off everywhere. Don't matter who in the fucking way. And the crazy thing about it is I like being honest. I like being genuine. But even in play when somebody says something that could be they hit a nerve. I'm like, they. I feel like they fucking know me. And then I want to get upset like you don't fucking know me. And then at the same time, I'm like, why don't you embrace what the fuck they know? I got upset a motherfucker called me a weird ass. And I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck weird. And I'm like, nah, you, you fucking weird. You do weird ass shit, man. Maybe to them, maybe it's normal to you. But whatever the case may be, who gives a fuck? But it's like I got a show. Like, I ain't one to be fucked with. Like that old shit. I mean, it's shit I got to break. And I'm just mad. I'm like, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Like when I confess it, I'm like, I'm over that. Like. Hey, I'm like my my confession is like I'm really mad I fucking did this shit late. That's what I'm mad about. Couldn't have did coke like playing baseball and shit and have all the energy and could see the pitches be out there swinging crazy on some like New York Mets shit. You know what I'm saying? Could just do coke in a dugout. You know what I mean? In the in the clubhouse or what have you? Come out like live that star shit. Nah, it's like you trying to like I'm like I live like a fucking diva without the motherfucking uh, talent. The money, the contract, like, man, nobody wants to hear your ass. <laughs> Be a man and shut the fuck up. Still them battles and shit, man. It's still them battles. And I don't know. I guess that's where I'm just conflicted because you see a story like that and you're like, yo, man, like, ain't nobody really tried to help her. And I think that's what I was in some way, shape, form, this like my whole, I don't want, I don't know. Maybe my whole life I've been like, ain't nobody really tried to help me. It's like they, and, and that's, you know, that's why I get upset at myself more because it's like, I wasn't a person that knew how to ask for help. That's what I think now as, I, as I'm talking, as I'm listening to myself talk. That's why I'm, I don't know. I just constantly try to figure shit out. It's a constant like cleaning out. I don't want to say closet on some Eminem shit, but it's a constant like trying to eat. I, I don't know why I, I evaluate my traumas, successes, all that shit. Because I know internally, let's say I get a big blessing. Internally, I know if I ain't right, I'm going to just blow that blessing again. 
And I don't know if it's healthy to repeat the processes. I don't know if it's healthy to go through your failures and see where you went wrong. Because nobody told me what's healthy. You know, and I'm having a conversation with my mother last night. And, um, you know, I just ask her something. Because I'm like, you know, we had these conversations. Like on this whole drug shit. And... You know, she was kind of the first person to put the inkling like, maybe you are bipolar. Maybe you need medicine to even you, even you out. And I'm like, another drug. And it's like she don't get it. Like, you know, these, these people that really believe in their sobriety and do anything for their sobriety, they don't even take medication. None of that shit. You know? Because they, they, you experiment with, with a drug, you know, with a, the effects of a drug. I mean, at first high, you don't know what to expect, but you know as far as the process of drugs go. Start it, see if you like it. Dab, dibble dabble, build up a tolerance. Got to get more to get, because you build up a tolerance. Try When you, you feel, you know when you're not on it, you know when you are, you know what I'm saying? You, you go through that whole process. A drug is a drug, and that's why I'm laughing at, because I'm like, oh, so, you know, we get in this conversation because my grandmother on her side, Supposes, supposedly is crazy. You know, and part of me, you know, I'll be honest, part of me is assholes. I fuck with my mother like, I know you think your father was everything, but who's, who's to say he kind of wasn't fucked up? I love my grandpa dearly, got me in baseball. I mean, I was his firstborn grandchild, grandson, you know? But I just look at shit and I'm like, when I have visited my grandma at times, I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's in and out at times. She's like the one of them, like she's there, then she's not there. I don't know what you call that, what she had. But, you know, I'm, I, as, my, as my mom, I try to get her open up and tell some stories. I'm like, when did you know your mother was crazy? Well, we uh, took a trip to Buffalo and like... She used to meet me to go back home to Cali and she said, you stay in Buffalo. And she just got on a plane. And so I'm like, so I'm like, uh, so she just left you and you was okay with that. It wasn't no, you like, no, mommy, mommy don't go. It wasn't, you just, you just sat there like, yeah, my mom left and that was, yeah, um, well, no, what happened was, Knew she was crazy. As I stated, she, grand, your grandfather called her sister and her sister just sent her on a plane and she was walking throughout LAX. And I'm trying to get all these shit. And just, I block it out. I don't. So you don't know what the. How you know? She just was like, how you know she didn't have a nigga picking her up? How you know? Like, because there was a t- story once before she told. My grandfather, her father, that she didn't want to be married. Still got married. So, I mean, like they say, you know, she had these in and out moments. But I'm like, yo, maybe the situation of her at home drove her crazy. Maybe she didn't like you motherfuckers. Maybe she didn't want to do marriage. Maybe she didn't want to have the kids. You know, there's another time she she thought that, you know, she thought that, um, like, my two brothers were dead. And she was holding them in her arms. That makes her crazy. She didn't throw the motherfuckers. I'm like, what could... Because I'm just like, human nature-wise, some people may really be like, I don't want to be in this situation. And they're called crazy. When, nah, the situation's driving me crazy. If y'all let me leave, which is fucked up, 
maybe it was, I'm just saying maybe it's something in her that was like, yo, I'm not ready for this situation. And I'm the fucked up motherfucker the way I think it'd be like, man, your your father drugged her to be with a fuck what you talking about. I know that sounds horrible, horrible for me to say, but I'm like, let, I'm just throwing it out there. Let's spit. Let's spitball here. I don't know why that's. I, I guess as a comedian, because you embellish and you you create stories to where you, you, you know, you know where the twist is going to come in. You know where the funny's going to be. But I'm just like, I don't I don't get it. I'm not I'm saying trying to get her to understand it. You don't realize maybe the drugs made her crazy, but she was thinking normally. But that was crazy to you, motherfuckers. Or crazy to your father. It's crazy, crazy that I call my family motherfuckers. I apologize for that. But maybe it was crazy to him. And because, I mean, they did the shock treatment stuff. And when she got out, she was fine. Yeah, she a whole another person in her fucking head. You shock the normal out of her. What do you I'm like, could it not be that other side of the story? That's what I look at all this in the ignorance of everything is just like with racism. Could you not see other parts that's affecting it. Can you not see other parts that why we harbor it and that y'all still use it? I just block it out and I keep moving forward. That's what y'all do. That's the, I almost, now I think about it, I'm like, that's some crack ass shit to say, mom. You just block the shit out like in history. Like, hey, well, fuck her, shock her. Get her back to normal. Get her back working. Get her how we want her to be worked so we can program or whatever the fucking case may be. And you just move forward. Like with nothing. You just shock shit out of a human being. Just, and I wonder how it's done. I'm sure she came out looking like Jack Nicholson. I don't know. And that's why I'm just upset. Because I'm like, everything is too late. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> just moving through. 18, 16, 17, whatever. Moving through 20s. And it's like too late to really find out answers. To really tweak something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's too late to know what really fucking love is. That's, that's my jaded opinion. Like, it's too late to know that because people have gone through so much shit that they may not even fucking believe in it. But when you have other questions and you try to treat others in a certain way or whatever the case may be, or be on some other shit like, um, just utmost honest, like, not on that game playing, like, be sweet shit. You know, because I look at how we get manipulated nowadays. Like I think about this shit like this word victim. If you ask me why do I act this way and I give you the reason, I'm playing the victim. No, I'm saying I've been victimized by the way you fucking treat me. That's all I'm saying. But the fact of the matter is that person cannot acknowledge they shit and make and throw that shit at you. That's why it cracks me up with everybody in this world because I thought when I said the black mood that we playing the victim to the system, but no, it's the system that has made us victims. That's the shit we got to motherfucking. Um, that's the shit we got to adhere to. That's the shit we got to address. Y'all have created us as victims. But no one has taught us how not to be the victim anymore. That's what the problem, when it, in my opinion, with a lot of communication when it comes to relationships, because we do this shit to try to deflect and try to, Throw it in your face. It's like we just throwing trash at each other. Well, this is what you left on my yawn, lawn. This is what you left. And it just builds up the trash. 
And I and 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 like just you know, I'm as much as I may be going over the place, but it's like it builds up the trash and no one has cleaned it. And that's what I, I get. I, I'm trying to get with these white like it's funny with the racism. There's never been a period where it stopped. That's the problem. We chuck shit at each other all fucking day. No one has bothered to stop to clean this shit up. So we don't know where the shit's coming from, who threw the shit. And we all just out here, really, we hate everybody. We mad at everybody. We racist to everyone. Because there's so much shit that no one, there was never a pause where you could be like, hey, you know what? It was no racism between 1996 and 2002. There was a good period. How do we get to that? We haven't even came up with a solution to how not to have any racism. Because it's not beneficial. And that's how you got to look at relationships. Sometimes we don't have a, a solution to get any calmness or any peace. And that's why the shit just like, you know, like I think about shit like what you, if you really analyze a relationship shit like, yo, have you, uh, you know, like, I don't know if you did. I've tried to do it. Being in a toxic situation, I'm like, yo, let me just see if I can get a week. You just get a week and nothing fucking up, nothing going on. And the funny thing about it is, what's so, it's, it's sad to say a week of pure bliss or what have you, because we make fucking mistakes. And when we make the mistakes, we take it personal. And then we get personal. We attack. It's such an illusion of this perfect shit because we ain't perfect human beings. And as I'm trying to tweak this shit, work this shit, it's like, okay, yo, I know what I want to say. I know how I used to act. Let me pause. Let me do something different. And then what's funny in the pause, do something different. People will post, you know, you get the whole, well, oh, this got this, got this nerve struck or, oh, you just going to be silent now or whatever the fucking case may be. Like the sad thing is, is, as I think as people, and I think is, when I say people, I think of people that's in a relationship. I think about people that's going through drug addiction. I think about any of that shit. No one really sits down. I can't say that because they do in meetings. But, you know, I don't know if anybody sits down to really diagram a method to, pre, to not necessarily prevent it. Understand how we can be better when it happens. No one. I think that's what really bugs me. That's why I think a lot of times I don't want to fuck with anyone because I know. And maybe I don't know. Maybe that's where I'm fucked up because I don't give no one a chance, really. That's how that's how fucked up I am. I want to be right so much. I don't want to give nobody a chance to where we could diagram a real fucking plan to where we could see when some shit is about to go, when we could see these patterns of being upset or whatever the case may be. We see patterns. We see tendencies. We see, you know, no one really dissects that shit. And I don't give no one a chance to really see if we, if they have a mind like that. But that's what I'm trying to fuck with. And, I th and that's why I say it, it's, it's sad that it's late. Because we're all conditioned. We're conditioned to be like the drug addict is... The weak one, the drug addict is the villain, the criminal, the drug addict has these emotional problems. We, we condition to just set up and do the reading. Family members, loved ones, friends, we look at us, we look at the motherfuckers that's wrong in cages. 
Or you do like, you know, how doctors do. They just, they look at the patient. They write down the symptoms and all that shit. Hmm, interesting. We may, pres- no one does the, let's prescribe. Because they don't know what the fuck to prescribe. That's what they like to say. But then when you look at the, you don't know what the fuck to prescribe. Then is it really you don't know or you don't want to? You don't want to know. You don't want to be that motherfucker. Oh, it ain't, it ain't in my character. That shit trips me out. It's in my character to be, and maybe that's why I don't, maybe I have a problem don't know who I, who I am at times. Because in my character, be in some aspects, try to be whatever the fuck you need me to be. Maybe I'm wrong for that. But I know who I want to be. I'll be wrong for that. I was like, hey, oh, yeah, you got to do problems. Hey, I don't give a fuck. You sucking my dick. When this going to happen? When this going to take place? I don't give a fuck. Like, hey, yo, oh, you, you hurting? Like, hey, that's cool. I'll call you later when you not. That's fucked up. And it's just fucked up because you look at shit and you be like, no one takes a moment to think, hey, they, they trying to relate to me. They trying to understand me. We just think it is, what's this new plan? What's this person want? No one, time, no one takes the time to think and say to themselves, yo, this motherfucker is being different than what he is. He kind of mixing up. And, and I'm not saying, and maybe that's probably where my problem, part of my problem is. I want the acknowledgement when I do. So I might probably went off the handle yesterday. It's like I'm being patient. Oh, you don't respect my patience? And it's like, man, we didn't even... I respect and appreciate it. That's why I talk to you every day. And that's why I fuck with you. I didn't know I had to say, hey, thank you for your patience. Thank you for not cussing me the fuck out. <laughs> See, and as I talk to shit, I just trip myself out because, you know, I have to get this out. So I'm just trying to configure something, man. And maybe that's why I'm thankful for the day. That's why I don't look at yesterday like, oh, I don't wake up with them saying I shouldn't have. Yesterday need to happen so some other breakthrough can happen. Made my breakthrough slow. Made my breakthrough isn't substantial. And even in that, I shouldn't say that because it's substantial to me. Cause then at this late age, I don't I don't know. It, it's exhausting trying to be in some aspects what everybody wants you to be. In some aspects, it's, it's exhausting trying to figure out wh- why the fuck. But I get it. I get certain shit. I mean, I get it in the sense of this is who I am, and, and, and it's never not going to stop as far as enrichment, I guess. Fuck all that enlightened shit. Just being enriched. Just being like that one person constantly. That's that struggle because. That, that, that's, that, that's that real struggle Being that one person constantly Because I've been so focused on whatever the fuck whatever, whatever everybody else is Or not I've been focused on that That's the crazy thing I, I know I've been focused on um, Well they don't You know They don't need to do it Okay they're doing it Maybe I could do it like them All that Just pretend, just pretend shit I don't know Last night, it was funny because I was like, yo, I'm going to stop pretending. I'm having a conversation with this person that reached out to me. And <laughs> this is I laugh at too late. 
But I, I for the first time, I'm like, when, when I realize my age, but then I'm still like, damn, I'm, I am 38. You know, it's sick. I'm about to be 39. I just think about shit. Like here, when I talk about the coke doing it in my 20s, here's a sad thing. Most times doing coke was with motherfuckers younger than me. And I know we forget like, hey, nigga, you know, you're the 38-year-old. Like, you cool because you got, man, got it on you, nigga. But nobody... Nobody in their 20s really is going to want to fuck the fat 38-year-old who's still at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm like, ugh, hold on. I can't be judgmental. I'm unattractive too now. Happy <laughs> the shit to be tripping me the fuck out. I'm like, fuck. Unattractive and I be acting like a bitch at times? God damn. The audacity that I still think the person from my 20s could care of me now. And I guess that's why a lot of times I act like it with the irrational behavior. It's like in his bottom line, like, let's grow the fuck up. That's what I'm saying with everything. Because it's crazy, man, because they'd be like, why don't you change? You, you just look at the way this universe is set up. And you're like, when has change ever really fucking happened? Because people think the money and everything, the security, we get it, we hear it all the time. Like, that don't solve nothing. And you just realize, like, it was kind of dope. Oh, you block shit out. And I think a lot of times when I talk, I'm not trying to put no one down. I'm not trying to be that person that's, I don't know, trying to blame somebody for who they are, whatever the case may be. I just, my problem is I want, I, I be fucked up having people think like I want to, like I think, maybe that's part of my problem. Like, I look at it like, you know, my mom says something like, yeah, you know, with this whole court shit and everything, I was lucky your dad didn't show. You were lucky, motherfucker, but I was ass out of a daddy who was like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the spillover. Like, it's like, that shit is insignificant. The spillover is insignificant. I'm the insignificant <laughs> spillover. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, them after effects is a motherfucker. And I guess that's what everything, like, I'm having, having good after effects of, like, damn, all right, I realize. But now I know that's not, there has to be action. And I, that's one thing I will say is I feel like I'm, I'm gaining to where it's like, hey, I don't let the shit linger, man. I am hitting that goal. Like, yo, all right, bam, new day, do something productive with it. Yesterday needed to happen or I wouldn't be talking today. So... It's just I can't let that be my new cycle. Like, hey, self-destruct to build up. Nah, just I just got to keep building. And that's what everything, man. Let's just keep building, growing. When you slip up, it's just that slip up. It's tiny. Don't need to manifest it to something fucking bigger. But yeah, there got to be a, a subtle stop where you just, in my opinion, you just be like, hey, yo, is this person trying to say something? What is this person trying to say? What does this person know of that they try? You know what I mean? Just, I don't know, be, be better, be humanly, I guess. <laughs> Y'all have a good day.